Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Fong Chuang. I'm an entrepreneur, a business strategist, a real estate investor, a speaker, and also a best-selling author. Every single day, I have the opportunity to help others unlock their potential and guide them to succeed. More often than not, I see people not reaching their potential, not taking action because they have a missing link. Whether it's a connection, a perspective, a story, a podcast, whatever it is that will help them get over that hump. That's why I have this show so that every single week we unlock your potential, maintain that level of success, and then reach a higher peak potential and then achieve things you've never even dreamed of. Today, I have an amazing guest. I met him a few years ago at a conference and it, we just hit it off right there. We, we built a relationship. We, we met each other many, many times after that. We had dinner together, just had a lot of fun just chit-chatting. He is an international speaker. He is an entrepreneur. He is also a best-selling author as well. So please welcome Mr. Derek Uros. <laughs> hey, Fong. Hey, I appreciate that introduction, man. That was fantastic. <laughs> Dude, awesome. that was exactly how I wrote it. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Thank you for being oh, here. It's so good to be here, Fong. I, I mean, it's just just a pleasure. And you know, when I was getting ready to come to the show, I started digging through a few of my uh, my uh, relics and memorabilia of just our time together. And I ran across a couple of pictures, man. I don't know, and then I might I might get to show show those uh, here. But man, it's just I was just looking through some of them. It's just been just an awesome time, man. I I don't know if I could show any of them, but I might be able to at some point. Oh, that's the gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us together, man. That's you, me, Jessica. Uh, that's Reggie and yeah, and, Tony. and Tony. And that's you and me and Reggie together somewhere, <laughs> man. I mean, you know, we got history. Yeah, <laughs> and then you, times. me, and, uh, and, and Coach Dana there. Coach D, and uh, then you, me, and Jessica. I figured I'd dig out a couple of photos there, but awesome. I mean, it's just—I mean, just an awesome, awesome time I've had just knowing knowing you over the past couple of years, and just man, I'm 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 really excited to just to see everything you're doing, Fong, and to be on your show is a great honor because I know that uh, everyone who trusts you uh, to to be their coach and to help them are unlocking some of their peak performance <laughs> and potential. And I know that it's really, really an awesome thing. So, so, so thank you for, oh, for thank allowing you. me to be here. Awesome. Yeah, thank man. you very much. So for, for people who don't really know who you are and what you do, would you mind give mm -hmm. us a, a quick close notes as to what you do and, and mm -hmm. how you got to where you are today? Well, um, I'm, I'm a uh, retired uh, U.S. Army veteran. Uh, I spent 25 and a half years in the U.S. Army. Uh, after I retired from the Army, I uh, started a business uh, helping veterans find employment. Uh, and the business is Select Vet. And I hired J.T. Fox to become my coach because I became curious. I went to an event where he was at. He invited me to go to South Africa. I went to South Africa and shared my experience, shared my perspective uh, with a bunch of entrepreneurs there. And JT was impressed so much that he hired me <laughs> to become his chief of staff. And I traveled with him uh, for a little more than a year and a half uh, around the world, helping uh, businesses to either start or grow or expand. And it's been my honor to, to do that. 
and I'm still committed uh, and involved in the processes of helping uh, people to grow and expand, particularly passionate about helping veterans, uh, you know, who are entrepreneurs or in the business space. And any entrepreneur, any business person uh, who needs my help, it's my honor to help them. Awesome. Now, mm -hmm. you talked about you being a veteran and you've served. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Have I you found that? It. Have you found that business is nothing compared to what you had to face and the challenges that you had to go through? Well, they're, they're, they're different challenges, of course, and everyone's experiences help them and prepare them in different ways for the challenges that they face. Of course, the, the experiences that I've had serving with veterans of the military prepared me for particular challenges that uh, I, I don't have any other uh, baseline for that prior to the military. I was a young man uh, living in uh, southern Illinois. Uh, as a young man, and I joined the the U.S. Army right out of high school. So, uh, so, so, yeah, my experiences in the military have prepared me, uh, in many cases, for the cold and harsh, hard world of business out here. Uh, but another thing that has helped to not only uh, prepare me or to to kind of sustain me or to teach me some of the things that I've done, been able to do, is the fact that I've had coaching, and I've uh, uh, been able to. Uh, you know, to trust the process of coaching for my own uh, personal and professional life. And so that, that within itself, you don't know what you don't know. And you're sitting looking at the puzzle or looking at whatever it is that's in front of you, but it's a coach that can take that uh, thousand foot view of what you're doing and what you're going through and be able to tell you, oh, okay, yeah, you're, hand, you're dealing with this, so you need to make this move, or you're dealing with that, so you need to go there. And when I, when I take that advice, when I, when I do what my coaches have told me uh, in the past and in present, uh, it's, it's worked out for me. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about some, some challenges that you faced. What is one of the, the greatest life lessons you've ever learned and what's, was there a story behind that lesson? One of the greatest life lessons, man, there's so many <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, you know, so, for, so for example, many. example, I'll, I'll so let you many. think about well, it here's, more. Here's one, here's one lesson that I learned, and I'll, I'll share this with you. Uh, and <laughs> one of them being on the road with, uh, <laughs> with JT Fox. <laughs> It is actually one one that that kind of led to one of my nicknames. So I'll share this story with you. Do you guys want? I mean, JT calls me DG. Yeah. Anybody want to know how I got that nickname? Because uh, uh, I know people don't know. A lot of people don't know how I got the nickname. So anyway, here's a lesson I'll share with you, and it's called Know Your Audience. I wonder if that. I wonder if I found that. I wonder if that's somewhere. I was reading in a book. I was reading in a book somewhere and I highlighted it and it says, know your audience. So one, and I know you probably didn't know that I was going to do that, but this is a great book. It's an excellent book right here. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome book. <laughs> well, dude, man, this is a, a, such an awesome look, man. I'm highlighting in the book. So, you know, it's good. I got bookmarks and everything in it. I'm highlighting in it. I haven't dog-eared any of the pages. So I don't, I don't believe in dog earing the pages, you know, just use a, a, a thingy. But anyway, getting back to your question, a very powerful lesson that I learned was know your audience. So here's how I got the nickname DG. 
we're in Germany somewhere and I can't recall where. And uh, at the time I hadn't met or been on stage or encountered very many. It was very early in my times of traveling with JT. And I hadn't met a whole lot of celebrities. I hadn't done a lot of things, uh, you know, in, in the course of it. I maybe had met, you know, one or two and one particular uh, celebrity that I had met and encountered and had some conversations with and everything uh, was a gentleman by the name of Danny Glover. Now, Danny Glover is, you know, an award-winning actor, American actor. He's starred in several films, most notably uh, Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapon series uh, with Mel Gibson. He's, you know, the, 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 the brown guy, <laughs> he's the black guy in, in the Lethal Weapon series and all of that. And so I was very excited to have, you know, of course, got, gotten a photo with him and everything. And I was using it in my branding. So I'm in Germany somewhere and I'm presenting and I show a slide and I say, yeah, and that's me and Danny Glover. And we're, uh, you know, we're having a great conversation. And JT steps back in the room and says, hey, by show of hands, how many of you know who Danny Glover is? And like three people in the room raised their hand. <laughs> and then he said, hey, I got a new nickname for you. And then he walked right back out of the room. So I became Danny Glover. DG. <laughs> in short, DG. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Because I was saying like, oh, yeah, I'm interviewing Derek today. And just as like, DG, I'm like, yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and that's kind of the way it goes. And I became DG, uh, you know, forever. But it was kind of close to my name, though, honestly, because my name is DJ. That's what my friends have called me. I grew up. That was my name growing up. So DG wasn't too far off from it. But it just, the illustration of, or the, the, one of the most powerful life lessons that I've learned and that I can share in business is know your audience. And it's not just about the funny part of it, you know, because it could have ended very badly. It, it could even uh, be um, to the point of knowing where you are. Um, you know, knowing where you are and, and remembering to, uh, not necessarily to pander, but to, um, you know, just understand the audience that you're in, that, that you're around. Okay. And, and sometimes we as speakers and coaches and entrepreneurs and, and investors and everything, we have the opportunity to speak in front of audiences. Um, it's important. And it's something that I share in my book that when you go to a place, it's important to research the place and to know where you're going. Yeah. Like for instance, I know I'm piping into Canada. I know, I know the color, uh, the colors of Canada. And so I'm wearing this tie in honor of Canada. You know, I mean, it's just all a matter of knowing, you know, where you're at and, and, and being aware of your audience. So that's one of the most important um, lessons that I can share, um, you know, as far as business is concerned, and even as far as life is concerned, you got to know the people that you're around. And when you know your audience and when you're able to connect with your audience, it, cr it creates an emotional connection. And, and I've actually learned recently even, and, and not, not learned, but it's been re-emphasized to me recently, that there's some drivers to emotions. You know, there, there, there's really four key drivers to emotions, uh, uh, Fong, and I, I know you know about these. There's, there's gain, fear, pride, 
and imitation. You know, and I learned it in this great book. <laughs> great book, man. I've been talking, man, and I learned, man, that there's that. <laughs> you know, many people are driven by gain or something that, you know, that they want or need. And, you know, and, and, and as far as fear is concerned, fear is one of the most powerful, um, you know, drivers or motivators. You know, people respond to, to you know, fear of loss or fear of pain or, or even the fear of the unknown. And then as it relates to, um, to pride, at some point, you know, we all, you know, enjoy feeling good about ourselves. You know, these are emotional drivers. And then as it relates to the imitation, have you ever heard the statement, you know, keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a big driver of emotion. Everybody wants to be like the Joneses or everybody wants to be like the Fongs and the Ings, you know, and these are drivers. Uh, and, and, and I pay attention to those. I don't discount those at all uh, because they're very important. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question or if I'm just <laughs> rambling because I'm excited right. to be on you, your show. You got it. You, you were you following my script of telling you to promote my book. That's what you were doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> but no, man, I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I've been, you know, ever since I found out that I was coming on your show, my folks told me, hey, man, you're coming, you're going on to, uh, uh, to Fong and Jessica's show. I was like, well, you know what? I better, uh, I better understand and know what his, his latest work is all about. And this is a phenomenal book, man, if I might Thank taste you. it myself, man. So, so uh, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Now, I know you, you travel throughout the world. You speak yeah. on many, many stages in front of thousands of people. You are, you, you deal with, you, you've dealt with lots of challenges when it comes to serving the country and whatnot. Now, mm -hmm. when it comes to challenges, you face mm -hmm. those challenges all the time. How do you, how do you get your mind in that right spot so you can go, mm -hmm. you know what, I'll take this challenge on and I'm going to succeed? You know, it, it, and that's an important question because everybody faces challenges. We all have our challenges in life. Uh, but how you, face, um, how you face the morning is how you, you know, is, is really what can determine how you'll face the day. So if you get up in the morning and you're all downtrodden and beat up, and then that's the way the rest of your day is going to be. But if you get up in the morning and you say, hey, listen, man, I'm built for this. I can do it. I am all that God says I am. I'm, I can do whatever I put my mind and my heart to do. I am amazing at this. I love doing what I do. I always persevere. I always win or I always learn. If you have that type of thing, and it's a mindset thing, uh, Fong, it's, a, it's mindset. Um, you know, uh, the, the great uh, Reggie Batts has a wonderful book called uh, Mindset for Success. And when you maintain and develop the mindset to succeed in business and in life, when you maintain that, then regardless of what comes your way, the challenges, you'll be able to overcome it. But it takes a bit of motivation. It takes resilience. It takes some stress management. It takes, you know, building and establishing of relationships. Here's the thing. When you run into challenges, um, there might be a relationship that can help you. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I know that on a, on a regular basis, uh, you know, over the years, and why I have all of these photos from you and Jessica is because you guys mail them to me. You guys <laughs> send them to me with chocolates. And I'll tell you, 
My wife ate my, my she took my chocolates away from me the last time. <laughs> I'll send more. I'll oh, okay, sure yeah. I'll, no, I'll sure I'm sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't my screen pausing. <laughs> I was just telling. She took my chocolates. <laughs> what are we talking about? No, relationships. But the point is, is when, uh, when I come to a place where I'm at a, at a point where I have a challenge, something that I can't get past, you know, I'm not, I'm not too big to, 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 to just reach out and say, hey, man, can you help me with this, this thing that I'm dealing with? I got a challenge and I need you. Now, when I need something from someone, who do you think I'm calling on? I'm calling on the person or the persons who I've had an established relationship with. Mm -hmm. I'm calling on the people who I've built uh, rapport and built established rapport with. I've established a friendship with who I can call on and say, hey, man, I'm, uh, you know, hey, I got this challenge and this thing. And I know in your world, you know, whatever the world is, whatever it is, whether it's coaching or real estate or investing or, or capital funding, anything like that. If I have a problem, I know who to call because I've established relationships and it goes. Um, and I know that you and Jessica know this and I know that you guys practice it. You're probably the most connected couple that I've, that I've met in, in my days. Well, you guys are very well connected and people love you because you treat people well. You, you, you pay attention, you know what people like and you get it. I mean, I know when I was traveling with JT, uh, you know, for those, those times, whenever we came in, you always had some of the stuff that he wanted. Uh, you know, you always had a bag for him. And even, and you know, I, and I was secretly hoping like that he would forget the bag so I could like take some of it. And I know you would, you know, you would hook me up too, but you know, he had good stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, hook him up. Let me, let me look in the bag and see what it is. I'm like, no, nah, boss, you good, man. Get on the plane. <laughs> you talked about building those relationships and also yeah. those chocolates that your, your wife took. Well, you see, yeah. those chocolates are actually for your wife. So that's easier for me to go, hey, can you do an interview? And she goes, oh, is it fun? Okay, no problem. <laughs> no, and she did say that. She did say it. She did say it. I told her I was coming on the show, and she was like, oh, okay, yeah, tell him I said hi, and, and you know, thanks for the chocolates, and, and we ran out. <laughs> Got to smooth the path, right? <laughs> I see, man, I see. Yeah. That's awesome, man, awesome, yeah. Now, one challenge right now with regards to yeah. building relationships, yeah. Is that one-on-one -on -one, uh, connection that that yeah. where you meet up in real life, you meet them mm -hmm. face to face? How right. have you adjusted to that that change? Well, and and in the time that we're facing right now, I don't want to to make light of the situation that we're facing because we're facing a situation uh, in our world. Uh, we're facing a crisis uh, in our world that we haven't seen before, not in my lifetime, your lifetime, not in my parents' or grandparents' lifetime. Uh, have we seen uh, something like this? But we have video conferencing. We have web you know, web, the web, we have Zoom and we have the other media mediums of staying connected. And I believe with, uh, you know, bringing all of these things in, 
we could still be connected. No, I can't reach out and touch you, but we can still be connected. We can still do whatever it takes to, to be relevant to our audience. Whatever it takes to remain relevant, whatever it takes to do what you have to do uh, to, to continue to uh, be before or in front of your audience and the people who trust you, uh, to guide them through their life, through their business, uh, and all of that, we can still be relevant to them. And that's important. Uh, so if I can be relevant by video conference, then that's what I'm going to be. Listen, man, I'm in the middle of the United States. I'm in Tennessee, USA. You're in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And, and, and we're together here in the room having some laughs, you know, I certainly feel good. These laughs are authentic, man. I mean, it's, it's love, man. And I don't have to be in the room, the same room you're in to feel the love because it's all about, again, your mindset. To me, we're in the room together, you know, and, and we're connected and we could stay that way. Now, um, what I'll say and, and a piece of advice that I will give to your viewers and to your audience is, um, yeah, no, no, things, things are different <clears throat> right now. And no, you can't go to someone's home, but you can use the alternative means of communication. Don't allow it to stop the flow of your business. Find a way. Find a way. Successful people find a way. Uh, you can either make a way or make an excuse, but you can't, you can't make both. They, they, don't, they don't live together. Either a way or an excuse, uh, you choose. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. you, you, you've mentioned about what you do when you're facing challenges. You've yeah. talked about what you, what's the biggest lessons you've learned. So yeah. what is the best coaching advice that you've ever got? Well, um, you know, the best coaching advice that I've ever received, it, it, it really just came from, from my coach, JT Fox. And it's something that he always, always says is take your weaknesses and turn them into your strengths. If you're weak at, um, you know, if you're weak at following up, then make that your strength. If you're weak at, you know, speaking in front of people, then turn that into your strength. Never allow something uh, that is a weakness, uh, you know, to get, uh, get, uh, get you down or to make you or to make you ineffective because it's that weak thing, that thing that you're weak in that is going to hurt you eventually. So take, the, take your weaknesses and start getting better at them. Here's another thing that JT used to always, he always says it and whenever I think about advice and coaching advice and whenever things happen to me, I go back to, to some of the things that, that he says is you can talk about it or you can be about it. And one of the things that he says that his coach, uh, one of the, the best pieces of advice that he had received is stop talking about it and get it done. Right. And so, so I know that was two, but those are the two that, that are really, really meaningful to me, they kind of go hand in hand, is, is take your weaknesses and turn them into strengths. And then don't just talk about it, uh, but be about it. That, that's kind of how I translate that. Yeah. Now, yeah. right before that, you talked about how we are able to connect with people via Zoom and yeah. using the internet mm-hmm. and whatnot. 
Now, that is one thing that really opened up my my sphere of influence because I never thought mm-hmm. about doing an interview with you mm-hmm. without being in the same room with you. So now we're yeah. doing this interview. I've opened up to actually interviewing people from Hong Kong, from Singapore. Yeah. And actually, I have a client now in, in Hong Kong because of that. So Yeah, it, it opened the world. Exactly. Adjusting it, adjusting the, the way you conduct your business yeah. is, is absolutely vital for, for what you're doing. It really is. And one of the things that we have learned out of all of this is everybody that said that a job cannot be done remotely, well, now we know it can be done remotely. <laughs> one, thing we, one thing we always have to remember is this, this time zone difference. Right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I know, I, I know right now at your place, it's like at nine o'clock at night, but or yeah, almost I, 10. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You have great energy. Right? Yeah. You have great energy. You have a great positivity to you. So what drives you? What drives you still at this mm-hmm. time at night and also every single day as you keep on going? Well, when I have to do things like this, I make sure that I shower to refresh <laughs> myself. But you know what? I mean, and you might laugh and, and everything. But let me, but here's, here's, here's the thing. And, and a friend of mine recently just uh, uh, said something about this. And, and I think it's, and I think it bears repeating, uh, a, a good friend of mine, Stan Pearson in Atlanta, had said that sometimes all it all you need is a is a quick shower to refresh yourself and get some new perspective. And I believe that I you know I I believe that you know when you are low in energy and you need to be up in energy, hey maybe take a shower, refresh yourself, you know put some clothes on, put a nice suit on. Listen, if I look good, I feel good, mm-hmm. and when I feel good, I do good. And when I do good, it makes good. Right. And when it makes good, it makes a difference. Uh, so think right. about that for a minute. Yeah, Look good, it. feel good, do good, <laughs> make good, make a difference. Awesome. That, that's very inspiring. I, I love that. Yeah, man. That's very good. So yeah. that's going to make your next question a little bit more challenging, though. Okay, my, next, my, my next Hit question is going to be, you have... If I can- if I can't answer it, I'm just going to call on phone. <laughs> you have the world at your fingertips right now. You have the next three, four minutes to talk to, to the entire world about mm-hmm. one important message by Derek. So what wow. is that message? Here's the thing. And, and what, I'll, what I'll say to you is right now what you're doing um, what you have, and I'm not just talking to you, Fong, but just to your audience. Um, there was a story um, in the Old Testament of the Bible, and, and I'm, I'm a man of faith, and I go to the, the scriptures a lot, but this, there was this, test, this story in the Old Testament where Moses was complaining to God about the things that he didn't have about what he couldn't do. And there was a lot of different things that he couldn't do and a lot of things that he did not have. And in this story, God asked him a question, what is that in your hand? And in Moses's hand was a staff and God told him to stretch it out. And when he stretched it out, provision was made uh, for in the story, the Israelites to uh to accomplish uh things that they didn't believe could be accomplished 
And what I'll say to you is that there are things that you're trying to do. There are things that you really, really want to do. You want to be successful? Okay, let me give you some advice. Um, here's my advice if you want to be successful. <clears throat> do what you can do with what you have in your hands. First, uh, be a good practitioner first with what you have in your hands. Do, um, do the little things that make a difference with what you already have the power to do. Control what you can control. There's a lot of things that are strictly out of your control. You can't do anything about it. But what you can do is you can control your attitude. You can control your work ethic. You can control how many hours you put into it in the course of the day. Listen, I am at my home and I'm in a very nice suit and a very nice JT Fox tie at 9.35 p.m. I don't know when this is going to be broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I shouldn't say the time so that we can, you know, make it. I don't know. Either way, regardless of that. But what I'm telling you is do what you can with what's in your hand. What is in your hand? What can you do? What can you control? It's not about the challenges and the things that you face, but it's about what's in your hand. What's in your hand that you can actually control? I'll tell you, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. We used to hear that statement growing up, but potential is also a terrible thing to waste. Exactly. So don't waste your potential. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you let Fong unlock it? Don't waste it. Perfect. Have him, have him to help you to unlock your potential because the day that you unlock your potential is the day that you make a difference, not only in your world, but in the world of someone else. So if I can tell you uh, how to make more and work less uh, by connecting to the potential that you have inside of you, I'd say when I give you advice, take it. I just gave you some and I hope you'll You'll take it. Use what you got. That's very good. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if I gave you all this stuff to say. <laughs> but man, before, when I, when before I knew I was, when I knew, I, listen, man, when I knew I was coming on your show, and I know that your and Jessica's standard is very high, <laughs> and I hold you guys in in great regard. I mean that sincerely. Uh, I would dare not come onto your show, man, without having my ducks in a row. I well, would, thank uh, you very much for that. Yeah. But before I let you, let you go, yeah. I have a few quick questions for you. Sure. One word mm -hmm. answers, uh, whatever comes to mind. All right? Okay. So, I know you play piano. You're on the stage. You're about to perform a great piano piece with a certain singer. Who would you like that to be? My wife. Awesome. Cece. Good answer. <laughs> so this makes this next question a little bit easier then. What is the famous dish that you will prepare for your wife? The famous dish I would prepare for my wife. Lasagna Very with uh, garlic bread and uh, <laughs> salad and um, grape Kool-Aid. 
<laughs> one, one vehicle that represents you the best? Uh, communication. Vehicle? Yeah, communication's a vehicle. Okay, you, you went from a different way. That's good. And then finally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, I do, I do, I do, uh, uh, I do own a 1991 suburban 1500 long body that I'm I'm doing some restoration on. Uh -huh. So, so that vehicle, and I call it the goose, the gray goose. Mm -hmm. uh, but the uh, communication is a vehicle. Yeah, no, that's good. You I thought you were going for. I thought you were going philosophical, so I gave you a, a, very, a philosophical one, <laughs> and then I gave you a literal one. Very good. Now, I, kind of, I think I know what the answer is to this next question, but if you had the opportunity to go and compete in the amazing race, who's your partner? <laughs> if I had the opportunity to go and compete in the amazing race, that is, that man, I only know I, I, there's a bunch of people that I'd love to choose. I mean, from from Fong to uh, to to Jessica, but but if I had to go and compete in the Amazing Race, who would I take with me? Well, I'd take my coach JT Fox because I know he's resourceful, and and anything that we needed to get, he can get it because he's the most connected person that I know on the planet. Great. And finally, what is success like? You played this once, you get to play this again. Pick oh, wow. Pick a number between one to five. Pick a number between one to five. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick four. So one, two, three, four. Yeah. Success is like, oh, wow. Success is like the violin. Now here's the thing about the violin. The violin has strings, it has a bow, it has some other things, and it has uh, um, you know, many other things. And the violin is a beautiful instrument. And the sound that comes out of the instrument is so, so very good when it comes from a person who is skilled and has practiced. So if you don't practice business, the sound that comes out of your success violin would sound so very ugly. But when you practice business and you make your way successful, the sound that comes out of that violin is so beautiful. And so beautiful, in fact, that I don't even know if I could, you know, even you know, even hum it, you know, but oh, we I all know what, that. what a <laughs> Yeah, you were waiting. Let's hear it, let's hear it. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Uh, but success is like a violin in that if you treat it right, the, the sound comes out beautifully. Uh, you know, your success comes out beautifully, but if you don't treat it well, if you don't practice, if you don't perfect the craft of it, Nah, man, it's not, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> it's going to be really, really bad. So, so practice, practice business, practice your success, practice sales, practice marketing, practice negotiation, um, practice all of these things and you'll make a beautiful sound uh, with your business and with your success. Great answer. Very, very well thought of. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's lots of people who would like to get in touch with you because you yeah. have a, a world wealth of, of wisdom and great advice. Thanks, so what's the best way to get, get in touch with you? You can reach me on Facebook, on social media. That, that's probably the best way to, to, to get a hold of me, get in touch with me on social media. Uh, Facebook at Derek Urels Jr., uh, D-E-R-E-K-E-U-R-A-L-E-S-J-R. Um, you can reach out to me there on Facebook. I'm also on uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, even LinkedIn, but feel free to reach out to me there. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much for your time. It's yeah. been a pleasure having you here. Oh, man, it's been my pleasure. It's, it has really, really uh, been a great time, and I'm so honored that, uh, that you've actually had me on your show uh, because I, I, I truly believe in, um, in what it is that you're doing because, you know, today is the day. Today is the day to unlock your potential. And, I, you know, every time I think of you and Jessica, I think of that because you have ingrained that, uh, <laughs> uh, that message. No, you've ingrained that message into everyone, and I think it's an important message. Everyone needs to unlock their potential. We don't, we don't do enough as it relates to our potential. So it's an important message and one that I don't mind signing off with. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. So for everybody else, remember, Derek thinks that success is like a violin because you have to practice, practice, practice. And again, thank you very much for watching this show, The Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Francois. Until next time, today is the day to unlock your peak potential. We'll see you yeah. next time. All right.